you know, this generation, this time that we are in, it troubles me very often when I take a moment to sit and I reflect on where we are right now, whether it's the people of God and the body of Christ and the church, when I look at the world, when I look at what's going on, when I look at the chaos that is taking place, when I look at the government, when I look at the education system, when I look at the, just the way that the world is being ran when I look at the politics when I look at the news when I, when I simply just drive down the road I, I, sometimes it troubles me the things that I see in the way that man is compromising and shifting and, and I think about I think about the days of Noah I think about the days of Noah in the word of God and in the things that were happening in the world during this time period where people would, would simply, they were just simply rebelling against God in, in all of the ways of the Lord and taking on things that were unnatural and making it natural and celebrating it. And, 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 and simply completely disregarding their creator. And, and I think about obviously the flood and how God floods the earth and, says, and starts all over. And, and, and he gives this rainbow and, and, and he says it's a promise that he will never flood the earth in such a way ever again but he says that the next time it won't be water but but fire but fire and and i look at the times that we are in right now the level of rejection against the gospel when i look at the level of sodomy when i look at all of the foolishness that's taking place in the world when i look at the perversion when i look at when i look at the things that are taking place all around me when i when i when i see young and old people and in all age groups and the way that they think in their mindsets and and the way that the world is trying to pull them away i say my god I want to say, my God, have mercy. He's holding back his wrath right now because of his grace, because of the mercies, because of Jesus Christ. And all of us want to assume that, that we're good, that we're good people, that we do good things. But there's a way that seems good to men there's a way that seems right there's a way that seems effective there's a way that seems as though it leads to life but the word of god tells us that it leads to destruction 
and I and I say I say my God have mercy open up our eyes of understanding on today help us to know you to know your truth and to live uncompromising to live uncompromising as we go through this podcast say i want you to think i want you to i want you to meditate i want you to allow the holy spirit of god to reveal unto you what is compromising in your walk with god at this very moment because when when i look at the word of god when i look at the word of god there are depths to this truth and it requires a single mind and matthew 7 he says to enter by the narrow gate and he said for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and then he says there are many who go in by it many he says that that many are going in into this direction that leads into destruction he said that the gate is wide and the way is broad meaning that many will go at the same time and masses into this way but it's leading to destruction it's leading to death and even at this very moment as, 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 as we're walking upon this earth, even at this very moment, this way that leads into destruction, it comes with fear, it comes with agony, it comes with pain, depression, anxiety. It comes with fear that overwhelms men. But still, for some reason, we continue to walk in the broad and wide way that leads unto destruction. We know that there's darkness at the end. But for some reason... Our flesh desires darkness. Our flesh desires everything that is contrary to him and his truth and his word. And it's so much easier to walk in a way that is broad, that is wide. Because then he says, because narrow is the gate. Oh God, narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Did you hear that? This gate to life, it's narrow and the way is difficult. And he says that only few find it. Do you understand? This means this this means that this this direction this way this place that goes into life and life in abundance it is difficult it is narrow it requires a heart that is singular for god it requires a mind that is fixated on him on this way 
that has no form of distraction or irritation. He says that this way to life, it's narrow. This gate is narrow. The way is difficult. But for some reason, we have sought to live our lives on this earth, seeking to take up everything, every conformity of this world and find our way to fit Jesus in the midst that maybe we can slither our way into the place of life. But I tell you on today, according to this word, according to this word that is alive and active, it says that this way, this direction, it's difficult, it's narrow, and it requires you to lay everything that's easily besets you aside it requires you to let go of every distraction it requires you to lay aside every sin every deceitful lust every distraction every fear everything that the world has put inside of you it requires you to lay aside the lust of the eyes the pride of life my God this way that is narrow this way that is difficult it doesn't have a room for carnality it doesn't have room for worldliness this way that is narrow this way that doesn't have any place for anything else but christ it has no way for the places of demonic it has no way for carnality it has no way for worldly lust it has no way for for unforgiveness for shame for guilt for condemnation it has no way for nothing else but the ways of the lord i tell you on today if this way is difficult if this gate is narrow i want you to ask yourself what is in my life right now that would not fit through this narrow gate? Am I taking the broad way? Am I filling myself with the things of this world and completely neglecting the inner man that is yearning for the Spirit of God? The route is narrow. The gate is narrow. The way is difficult. And this is not to discourage you. This is to encourage you. That you must lay everything else aside. You must lay everything else aside. The word of God says that you must work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling. What does that mean? It means that every day when I get up, I must live a life of righteousness. I must live a life that is filled with your truth and your word. I must live a life that completely is fixated on you. I must live a life that walks and moves and breathes according to the spirit of God. I have to work out this salvation with fear and trembling. I have to believe that this word is alive and it's active. I have to believe that there's a way that is broad there is a gate that is wide that's leading to my destruction i have to work out my salvation with fear and trembling this thing that is in my heart 
that is leading me to destruction. I must lay it aside. I must turn to the narrow gate. This walk is serious. But for some reason or another, we try to find our way to live in a place of lukewarmness. We try to find our way to live a life that straddles the fence. And sometimes I'm in Christ and sometimes I'm not. And sometimes I'm in the spirit and sometimes I'm not. And some things I will do in the house of God and some things I will not. And some things I will do in the world and some things I will not. But you live in a double-minded life. The word of God says that a double-minded man is like one who looks into the mirror, sees his reflection. Then when he walks away from the mirror, he completely forgets who he is. And many of us, we go and we read this word and we see who God has called us to be. We see what the word of God has spoken unto us, has declared unto our lives. We see what is required of the believer. And then we close this book, we close this Bible, and we rise up and we live a life that is compromising. We live a life that is compromising and live according to the world and its deceitful lust. We live our lives as though we completely have forgotten what the word of God has given in a reflection unto us. There's a way. That is wide. There's a gate that is broad and it's leading to destruction. But there will be a day when the Son of Man returns. My God, there will be a day when the Son of Man returns. And the question is will He know you? The question is, will he embrace you? The question is, will you even see when he is coming? Will you even recognize him? Or have you chosen to live this life a particular way? This life is but a vapor. James tells us that this life is but a vapor. It is here today and gone tomorrow. But the life of eternal it lives forevermore and it's dependent upon the little time this vapor time that you spend here on this earth what are you gonna do with it because he said the way to life is difficult and the gate is narrow Meaning that as I, as I strive, as I work towards this, as I press towards this narrow gate, it's difficult. I'm crawling, I'm running, I'm trying my best not to grow weary. I'm declaring God's truth. I'm pressing and I'm going and I'm running this race. 
and it's difficult and it has obstacles and the world tries to pull me away and they try to take what has been what has been implanted in me by the spirit of god and the lust of the eyes come to me and the pride of life comes to me and the desires of my flesh comes to me and the perversion and deceitfulness of this world comes to me and i have to deny i have to reject it because the way is difficult and if I'm in a position where I feel like life is going very smoothly and I'm just smoothly going through the motions, I have to ask myself, am I going the broad way? Am I going in this way that is wide, that is leading me into destruction? This doesn't mean that a Christian life is, 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 is trying. It doesn't mean that this Christian life is not trying. And it doesn't mean that this Christian life it, it, it is destructive. It means that it requires much of the believer. And I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, Ask the Holy Spirit of God. What is being compromised in my life? What is taking up my time and my energy? What is pulling me away from God? How am I coasting? Am I coasting through life right now? And just waiting for the return of Christ? Or am I coasting through life right now? And I know when he returns that I'm not ready. That I still have this thing in my heart. That I'm still living anyhow. That I'm still doing what I want to do. That I haven't brought this flesh under subjection. That I feel that I, that, that I fail to, to bear, bear the fruit of the spirit of God. That, that I'm bearing bad fruit. That when the son of man returns, I don't know if he's going to say that he knows me. A lot of times we just, we want to say, yes, you know, God, God knows me. Jesus knows me. He knows everything. He knows everybody. But when I read this word, he says that when he returns, there will be many who he will say I never knew you because the place in which that he was standing was in this path that was difficult and at the end, and at the end he was standing at this gate that is narrow with his arms open wide ready to embrace you but what route did you choose everything that is not like god that is manifesting itself in your life today make a decision that i won't i, I won't live lukewarm I, I, I won't live anyhow i won't live away that will lead me into destruction. But today I have to make a choice.
Today I have to choose to glorify him. Today I have to choose to lay it all aside. And say that my salvation, my mind, my spirit, my body, my life needs to enter into his rest. Needs to enter into the joy of the Lord. So this thing that is, that is holding me down, this thing that is, that is wearing me out, this thing that is compromising in my life, these people that are in my life that I need to release, these habits that are in my life that I need to throw and lay aside, these activities, these places, these decisions that I'm making, I need to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. And I need to lay it aside today. I need to repent. And turn to the ways of the Lord. We have to make that decision today. Because he's calling us to a deeper place. And it requires. It requires you. To live and walk a straight and narrow path. This isn't about legalities. This is about the ways of the Lord. Make a decision today. That you will not go. That you will not walk in the place of destruction. But that you will walk in the ways of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray in Jesus' name. Lord, that we have heard the word of the Lord. That we shall walk in your truth. And that we shall glorify you. In the name of Jesus, that every man and woman and every boy and girl under the sound of my voice. And they will live a life that is on fire for you. That every form of lukewarmness may be abolished. And every spirit that is not like God shall flee. And every compromising way that is manifesting itself in their lives. In our lives. In the name of Jesus that it shall make its way straight. That every single person who stands here in this moment, in this place, in this very hour. That we would turn, if we are facing in the ways of destruction, that we would turn away and cling to you, O oh God. Believe in your truth and believe in your word. Glorify you and honor you as our Lord and our Savior. And lay aside everything. Every emotion, every feeling, every habit, every place, everything, every person. That is not of your will that lives and breathes and moves in the path of destruction. But I declare in the name of Jesus that we shall walk in the ways of the Lord, that we shall work out our salvation with fear and trembling, that our righteousness that were as filthy as rags may be washed by the blood of Jesus 
that we shall be amongst the few who find the way the difficult way and the narrow gate that we shall be among them that our eyes and our ears shall be fixated on you that the cares of this world shall not overtake us and the cares of life shall not overwhelm us but in the name of Jesus may this time may this moment may it manifest your truth and that we may walk in the ways of righteousness in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus